0: In Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to the John DePedro Show. Good afternoon, one and all. Here I am. It is Juan. You're tuned to the John DiPietro Show. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I want to um, also remember, folks, you can listen on the website, dipietro.com. I want to welcome everyone tuning in for our noon report. Weekdays. Someone asked me, now, is, is this every day? Well, no, it's weekdays. So Saturdays? No, that would be a weekend. So what about Sundays? No, that's a weekend. Weekdays, Monday through Friday. The new, My favorite is what time is the noon report? A little bit like who's buried in Grant's tomb. Uh, you don't have to be Carnac but let's see, who's the noon report? 12 noon is the time. Well, you know, people refer to noon at different times. Not really. Not really. Let's, uh, I've never heard anyone say, you know, I'll be there around noon, you know, 4 o'clock. Nope. Generally, uh, noon is 12 noon. That's why they call it that. Then it becomes the afternoon, right? Late afternoon so noon well you know noon can be different times well not really no afternoon could be different times but the noon report is 12 noon maybe we'll, i mean hey listen wouldn't be the first time i was wrong certainly won't be the last maybe we'll change it to the 12 noon report i had no idea folks you know what's also amazing by dealing with the public the way i do is i'm, I'm never me i am I'm, i should say i'm never surprised it's amazing to me how many times that I think something is clear, <clears throat> my eyes have opened, and, um, and people have different versions of things, right? You know, th- and this was someone who wanted to then carry on the conversation. Well, in my house, you know, when I was growing up, noon could be different things. And I, again, you've got to then decide how far do we want to go with this conversation. Not very far is the answer, but um, I think the person was confusing some t- the word afternoon with noon right so and i don't want to get into a big thing here but there's there's 12 noon and then you could say you know they arrived at two o'clock in the afternoon uh but noon well when i was growing up you know we had different meetings for that the word noon again not really um again not i don't want to get into a big thing here four o'clock five o'clock is late afternoon And then 3 o'clock would be mid-afternoon, or 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock would be early afternoon. But when we say (coughs) the noon report, really just means 12 o'clock. All right, so from now on, for the sake of my sanity, I will just say the 12 noon report. Who knew that such a thing could be so confusing to some? and folks this portion of the program and again good afternoon to everybody tuning in our live stream it's john dipetro show on facebook you can find it you can share it thank you for the stars you can send the stars you can purchase the stars it's a new mechanism they have people really like it there's different metrics and also by the way i want to thank we our subscriber levels never been higher than it is on the page right now uh and just a little tip for some of the listeners you kind of get an extra you get an answer a little faster if you're a There's a subscriber thing attached to you. This portion of the program, this 12 noon report, is brought to you by PR Landscape Materials at Garden Center. Stop and see everything available, including annuals, perennials, trees and shrub, hanging pots. Folks, they are Rhode Island's number one garden center, and they're also a full-scale nursery. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown, large, large selection, beautiful patio pots, vegetable plants and herbs. Tropical mandevillas, hibiscus plants, screen, loom, and mulch are available. Pickup and delivery mulch, dark piney black and hemlock crushed stone. Stop it and see them. They're open seven days a week. Father's Day is coming. You know, and why not give your dad or your grandfather, whoever, you know, a meaningful gift? If you buy something, it doesn't have to be, you know, trees could be expensive. But if you buy a nice, uh, you know, some shrubbery and plant that, that's nice. And then it grows. That's that's a gift that you know just then keeps going. Uh PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. Look for them on Facebook. They do a good job on Facebook. Now folks, obviously the website continues to um <coughs> excuse me, that is not a COVID cough. A little bit of allergies for one. Uh but check out the website, Dipetro.com. It just continues to flame. And I also, those that are relatively new or just getting up to speed on the missing person's case out of um out of Warwick with Charlotte Lester. Uh, there's a lot of information, including a timeline, maps. It's all on the website, depetro.com. And just, I also started a new thread on the Facebook page so people can discuss it because I, I it's, I, I, simply don't have the time to, you know, people ask individual questions and they just keep going. I, I you know, when you have like 10, 12, 15 people, all singular questions. You'd never know that I I do a live stream and do a radio show. It's all right there on the website for a lot of the people that are. And again, I don't like to discourage someone, but you know, it's kind of like the person that walks into the room when the game's in the third quarter and everyone's watching the game. And then they say, all right, so what happened in the first possession? Like, you know, you kind of, there's a way to kind of get up to speed on everything, right? Now, how is this 28 to 10? Well, you know, because it is. It's 28 to 10. Well, how did they score? All right. Well, you know, we're not, we don't have time to go back and forth. But anyhow, folks, check it out on the website, the in 226 Coincident Avenue in West Warwick. Lunch, dinner, drinks, and lunch. I love it there, the Coincident. I want to start off. We do have some breaking news. Uh, I wish it was good news. <coughs> Boy, that would be different if we had good news and it was happening to be breaking news. And it's twofold. And some of it, I I don't want to say it's good news, because something as serious as this can't be considered good news. But not not long ago, many of you remember that you had the, uh, the leak that came out of the Supreme Court, right? There was the leak that came out of the Supreme Court. Now, it was just a draft. It was just a draft, nothing official, that they were making an argument for overturning Roe v. Wade. Just a draft. Still haven't found out who leaked it. So, and what did that, well, that led to, right, Cicilline, Governor McGreed, you know, all of the Democrats, the progressive left, all the protests. Then you had. The, the, the ones in the hands-maiden outfits, which I still say there's something wrong with an adult that puts on that costume. And they were protesting, and they went right to the homes of the Supreme Court justices. And why this is significant is now an armed man has been detained outside of the home of Judge Brett Kavanaugh, who went there to kill him, upset over the leak. So, Tierra Mac, and Nellie Gorbea, and Sabina Matos, and David Cicilline, and Governor McGreed, and the rest of the failed Alorza, the whole crew, the failed group of individuals known as leaders, elected leaders in Rhode Island, you are encouraging and enabling Someone to go and kill a member of the Supreme Court. There were protesters outside their homes. Biden wouldn't condemn it. McG- Breed, Governor McKee, would not condemn it. Nellie Gorbea standing up there at the Statehouse. And we're going to go to their homes. And we're going to fight. And we need people to fight. And they scream and yell. And then this is what happens. And what's so ironic about this, <clears throat> folks, on this Wednesday, is this is the week that they're having the BJ6 hearings. This is the week in D.C. that they're trying to convince you that the dangerous party, the danger to democracy, they're trying to convince you that it's the Republican Party because of a bunch of protesters, because of people that were loitering, people that were Trespassing day, January 6th, man with weapon detained at Brett Kavanaugh's home. California man traveled across the country, upset about the leak of the Supreme Court, saw the protesters out in front of the homes, learned where he lived because of that. Showed up carrying at least one weapon, burglary tools, notified someone that the police were notified that they may pay his. To pose a threat. They go. He was stopped on a nearby street, went there. Now, keep in mind, it's not just Judge Kavanaugh. It's his wife. It's his family. It's his children. See, this is, where's the accountability with Congressman Cicilline? Where's the accountability with Nellie Gobert? These are, and we're supposed to believe that on January 6th, when a group of Trump supporters who were upset that they weren't getting straight answers about an election, went into the Capitol, who were trespassing. And they took some selfies, and they, you know, they got a little rowdy. And I, I, I've said in the past, and I'll say again, the crowds that you would see in the bleachers at Fenway, ten times more rowdy. Than what you saw inside the Capitol on J6. The, the Bills Mafia, the people that go to cheer on the Buffalo Bills or some of the crowd at Gillette, especially at a night game, way more rowdier, especially the upper deck, way more rowdier than the crowd that you saw at J6. So a bunch of people, some of them were being led in by the Capitol. saying, yeah, go in, taking some selfies, walking around, walked out. So this was the week. That we're supposed to believe. And their message, this is Cicilline, Schumer, Pelosi, Kamala Harris, the worst vice president in the history of the United States, serving under President Biden, the worst president of our, well, Jimmy Carter was bad. He's worse than Carter. That should really be the new bumper sticker, worse than Carter. I didn't think that was possible. This, they were encouraging it. There were, this is on the progressive left. This is the Democrat Party. See, this is why people are turning against the Democrat Party. Why weren't people, folks, and again, at 1218, I just, I want to be very clear about something. You know, something that they can't comprehend. And it's so ridiculous. I want to remind people, people don't remember, I do, after J6. They had the state police, the National Guard were at the Rhode Island State House for two blanking weeks, two weeks. What did they do when Black Lives Matter and TIFA and the progressive left and I would be out there and they had weapons and they'd be throwing things at police, destroying property, smashing windows, threatening people on Federal Hill. They destroyed downtown Providence, silence. What did Mayor Lourdes say? Well, you know, protesting is part of our, no, no, Governor McKee, what did he do when some people that said, hey, I, I don't want to get the vaccination. What did he do when they showed up outside his house? Sent, there were, I counted it, Those we still have the feet up. There were 25 state police cars because of a bunch of a medical, 80% of the crowd were female. They picked out two guys. McKee said, end this now. End it. I want them out of here. This is an embarrassment to me and my neighbors. They called the two-way radio, pick out two guys, arrest them, disperse the crowd. I was there. That's what happened. People are not, no matter what they tell us and tell you, about January 6th, the reason why it doesn't resonate. See, Seth Magaziner, another one, their message is you can't vote for Republicans. They wanna undermine democracy. They're a threat to our democracy. They're a dangerous party. The problem they run into is, we all remember the summer of 2020. My, left, my right eye has never been the same. I got blinded by the laser. I still can't, can't really see well at night. Who did that? One of the protesters. My car was vandalized and smashed out. Police were harmed, smashing windows all over the place. They destroyed dining on Federal Hill, and Alorza let them. What did Alorza say? Let them vent. Black Lives Matter and TIFA, they, they, could, they were in front of Gina Raimondo, Governor Ramondo's house on the east side for close to two hours, and no one did a thing. A bunch of healthcare workers, nurses, went in front of Governor McGreed's house in, I think it was early October, late September. <clears throat> they were there maybe 10 minutes saying a Hail Mary when the boom, stormtroopers came in. And they were knocking people down and grabbed two guys out of the crowd and arrested them. So the reason why no one is upset or wasn't upset about January 6th, is simply because of, you know, we saw what happened as the summer of 2020 after George Floyd, when Black Lives Matter, Antifa, the progressive left, the AOCs, the Tierra Max, the Cicillinis, right, the all of that whole cabal in Providence, In all the major cities, they burned, they looted, they destroyed property. By the way, huge reckoning going on in California, huge. The progressive politicians are being voted out. So now they hit the crux, an armed man outside the home of Judge Kavanaugh, wanted to kill him, upset over the Roe leak. Several questions, number one, who leaked that memo? Because now you're basically enabling. This is ridiculous. What do you mean they still don't know? You know, I want to say something, folks. I I am so tired of law enforcement and how long it takes them to do their stupid investigations. I'm going to say that now. And I say that as someone that I'm, you know, I'm a big proponent, supporter of police. But we have a thread going on the Facebook page. And I was waiting for it. And then, of course, people don't disappoint someone. I think we should just let the police do their job. You know, I, I despise people like that. I despise comments like that. Number one, no one's forcing you to come. Well, that's my opinion. That's not an opinion. No one's stopping the Warwick police from investigating the disappearance of Charlotte Lester. That's number one. Number two, let's just sit back and let the police do their job. Well, two weeks ago, two weeks ago, a bunch of parents We're told to do that as there were 19 cops in the hallway in Texas for 78 minutes as the shooter was still killing more children. How did that work out? This is my point. People have had it. I think we should just sit back and let the police do that. Shut up. I, I despise people like that. That's not even an opinion, Gladys Kravitz. And I know that sounds harsh, I, I, I hate people like that. We shouldn't be talking about this, shut up. Who said you have to blank and comment? I hate people like that, no one should be talking about this. Who died and made you blanking God? Oh yes, yeah, sit back and let the police, cuz they work so, they work so quick. Hey, listen, I, I, I have a message for everyone, okay? When you have it's only in the movies. The fastest I've ever seen police work were Boston Marathon. That's it. That was the fastest and 9/11. But most of the time when the clock hits the out the door vacations, you know, time off, weekend, it's only in the movies you see them working around the clock, right? Like in the movie Heat, Al Pacino Right out there, as John Voight, and Nate called him, prowling around. It's it's really only in the movies that you see that. In real life, another another case comes, they start working on that. Yeah, we'll get back to that. Oh, I'm off next week fishing. Then we'll get back to it. Oh, I got I got to coach softball. Listen, you know, in that movie, the town, Ben Affleck says they just like everybody else. They put in a day's work, and then they go home and have dinner and do whatever they do. So that attitude, so when you have a group and a family and people rallying together, I think that's fantastic. And people searching. We have to find this missing woman. And then someone says, hey, do you think we should let the police shut up? I'm not going to ban someone like that. I want everyone to see what a nitwit looks like. You know, Too many times I'd let people off the hook when they post something. And then I feel like, all right, that's really embarrassing. I should probably delete the comment now. Let everyone see what you know, the, the, the old expression, many times, it's, it's better to remain silent than open your mouth and let everyone see what a dimwit you are. I think we should let the police shut up. Pea brain That's not even an opinion. That's, that's a non-opinion. <laughs> Who said that? 107 comments on the thread. I think we should. Mickey Ray. I think we should let law enforcement do it. And who's stopping them from doing their job? No one's talking about rounding up a posse. God. Yeah, that's that's a very good point, Cheryl. Police are on Facebook requesting the public's help. You see that a lot. That is kind of relatively new. Cranston police, by the way, they posted on Instagram and Facebook, this bank robber. Next day, boom, there he is identified. You can't compare the two. Wrong. They're constantly asking for the public's help in identifying people. I'm glad all these people that are commenting can't stand these people. <clears throat> um, phew, all right. Anyhow, I, I want to get to the, the Kavanaugh thing is significant, though. The Judge Kavanaugh thing is significant. And, and I, I'm going to tell you why. Uh, But, folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, and it's watched by J. Perry Paving. Folks, call them today. Letter J. J. Perry Paving. Let's get that driveway paved. J. Perry Paving. 20 years experience. Specialized commercial paving. Residential paving. Seal coating patios. General masonry projects. Residential commercial seal coating. Free estimate any project. J. Perry Paving. 401-732-732. Seventeen thirty. Now listen, call them for a free quote. J. Perry Paving, 401-732-1730. Whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway, J. Perry Paving has your back, affordable, smooth, safe to drive on, licensed and insured contracting company. It's J. Perry Paving. High quality, fair pricing, and exceptional service. And remember, no one is better to veterans than J. Perry Paving. Give them a call today. Free quote, free quote, 401 732 1730. Now, folks, again, check out the website, like dePetro.com and dePetro.com, which is brought to you by the Centeredale Revival. Now, tonight, Celtics game three, NBA finals, a place that's going to be rock- rocking. Great crowd, big TVs, Centerdale Revival, comfort food and cocktails, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence, food and drink right across from North Providence Town Hall, the Centerdale Revival. But I want to repeat, this situation with Brett Kavanaugh, you know, the leak from the Supreme Court, Kamala Harris, all the protesters out there, you know, people were saying this is dangerous when you start going to the homes, of that that is mob rule. Let's call it what it is. That is mob rule. Absolutely mob rule. Where what you do is let's go out and let's try to intimidate these people and that's how we're going to uh, you know get our way. Mob rule. And it's dangerous and it's wrong. Now I'll tell you something else that is wrong. And it happened today. And Governor McKee, at a time when some states are curbing voting rights, I'm proud. Rhode Island's making voting more accessible, safe, and secure. He signed this foolishness of "Let RI Vote," folks. <clears throat> I am telling you right now at 12:29, and I, I know a lot about this topic. This is um, there's nothing good about this. We are an outlier, outlier, I should say, excuse me, compared to Massachusetts and Connecticut. Um, I, I, by the way, I'm going to give a Charlotte Lester next hour on the radio, next hour on the radio. Um, what Governor McKee signed today, as I have laid out for you, <clears throat> there's nothing, this is, this is the, de- the death of democracy as we knew it. And I'm not being overly dramatic. I'm not being overly dramatic. Um, the voting laws they're putting in, there we have things in Rhode Island that are outlawed in other states. And it begins and ends with, and I, I get that this is a new term. I've been talking about it for a while. A lot of people don't fully get it. The, the film 2,000 Mules opens some people's eyes, but the film 2,000 Mules... It's, it's actually, as I've tried to explain, it's worse here in Rhode Island. Because what you see in Rhode Island is states that they limit no more than 10 ballots can be dropped off by one individual. And so they track these people going around, dumping all these ballots. And that's why they call them mules. Where Rhode Island is worse is Rhode Island, is there's no limit. So now earlier, last hour, we talked with Dan McGowan of the Boston Globe. And Dan McGowan, columnist of the Boston Globe, was saying he doesn't see a lot of life. And this is important. Whatever you're doing right now, I am telling you, you're not going to get this from anywhere else. Either they they don't care enough about it or they don't, they're lazy and they don't really dig into it or they're just reactionary. But the reason why, you know, the Providence mayoral race, folks, and this is really significant. And I, I tried to explain it. And I, I still don't think people fully get with with what's going on here. But if you if you look at the calendar and what they're signing away, I I don't think people fully realize early voting will now start August twenty fourth for the September thirteenth primary. And I'm going to answer my own question: the reason why Governor McKee he's not running TV ads, right? He's not. He has money; he could afford it. Nelly Gorbea, not running TV ads um seth magaziner they're real three insiders not running tv ads number one people just aren't watching television the way they used to now all right and they're certainly not advertising on fox news channel which a lot of people watch but i mean they're not going to uh, i think it's interesting the lieutenant governor of pennsylvania who's running for the senate seat he's supposedly a moderate democrat i think he's more progressive he's advertising on fox news channel in pennsylvania Which, But like McKee, none of them will advertise on Fox. They won't. So, But there's big crowds there. But here's my point. So, you know, if they want to reach me, they would have to run an ad tonight in the Celtics game. I will watch the Celtics game. Not the whole game, but I'll go in and out. Maybe they'll help me with an ad. I haven't seen a great ad yet, commercial. But here's what Governor McKee basically just did. Was the reason why... Like Dan McGowan was saying, you know, the three candidates for mayor. We talked about there's no life to the campaign. There's no debating within the campaign. There's no, hey, my idea is better than your idea. Folks, it's no longer about that. And I I, I get that a lot of people, I, a lot of people don't fully get it. And part of the problem I fully recognize is that I'm the only one explaining it. And if I want to cast any blame on the Rhode Island Republican Party, I try not to. They're outgunned. They're, you know, just the expression outmanned. It is, it's not even David versus Goliath. It's not even the globetrotters against the Washington generals. It, 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 it's, it's, like a, a, it, it's like the Patriots against the Edgewood Eagles. Um, they, they're so outgunned and outmanned. But the campaigns are no longer about what our democracy and our elections have been. What Governor McKee did today that passed in the Senate, passed in the House. Now, I do want to fault State Senator Jessica De La Cruz failed to make the arguments in the State Senate. Certainly not enough to make the argument to keep it in committee or stop the vote. They failed. All the House Republicans, with the exception of Patricia Morgan, who did not vote, She tells me she was ill. They failed to make the argument to stop it. No one to me really made the case that what we're doing is different than mass in Connecticut. Why? Why would it be so much harder to vote in Rhode Island than it would be in Connecticut? It wouldn't be. Why would it be? It's so much harder to vote in Rhode Island than mass. It wouldn't be. We're doing things that they don't do in those states. We're doing things in Rhode Island that are outlawed in other states. But you have to look at in 2020, the, you know, the numbers don't lie. 30, only 35% of the people voted on Election Day in 2020. Many of you did. I did. All 65% of the votes were cast before the polls even opened. That's a problem because you're not. Let's I want you to just understand that. And I don't know if everybody does get that. That was in 2020. It's going to be higher this time. It's going to be 75, 25, 75 percent of the votes are going to be cast before election day, before the polls open on election day. So what does that mean? It means the election will be decided when you wake up and you go to vote on election day. It's it's basically already over. It's over. It's like you're arriving at the game and the other people are already leaving. You miss the game. You know, you you thought the game started. You thought it was a nine o'clock game. The game started at seven. You put it on. It's a blowout. And there's only, you know, a few seconds left on the clock. Kind of like sometimes if you're flipping around and you stumble into, you know, like a game that's been over for a long time. The stands are empty. They just have to finish out the clock. So, my point is, it's no longer about, and I get people still don't get it. People still, someone who, you know, kind of follows it is that one of the Democrat candidates has a thing out. I'm only going to do one term if my education plan doesn't, they, they still don't get it. It's all now about the street game. The three people running for mayor, they're not trying to get voters. All of the resources are collecting ballots before election day, it's no longer about that. It shouldn't be that way. I wanna be very clear what what they have basically done. What Governor McKee has done is he could implode the week leading up to the election. People could change their mind, he could get indicted. A lot of things could happen, but people have already voted. So here's the thing, folks, and business people will appreciate this. If 75% of your votes, just if you listen to anything in the news today, just listen to this at 1237. And again, you're listening to the John Pietro Show. I feel very, very strongly about this. If you're a business person, and you'll identify this, if 75% of your business comes from one source, that's where you put your effort. Now, someone could say, yeah, but I want to grow the other 25% possible but there's a chance you could grow that 75 to 80%. So my point is, they're going to put all their resources into the people voting before the polls open. So that's ground game. Now, over the weekend, members of the Republican Party were standing somewhere. Johnson and Coventry with signs registered to vote. As I explained, I mean, what are you talking about? That's not accomplishing anything. You know, there were there are organizations, they go on Cranston Street. They find illegals. You know, they give out gift cards. One person will register 50 people to vote in a day. They pay them for each person that they register to vote. Then they keep their information, and then they fill it out for them. Boom. So, as soon as the early voting starts, boom, a thousand votes goes in the drop box. A thousand And I want to be very clear, I'm still getting these people. I think we need to put the cameras on the, for what? (laughs) You're going to film someone putting 2,000 ballots in a box and it's all perfectly legal. It shouldn't be illegal. It should be illegal. That's what Governor McKee just signed. Terrible, absolutely terrible. So what this really means, bottom, come on, Juan, bottom line it for me. A Republican cannot win a statewide election. I want to repeat that. A Republican cannot win a statewide election. Period. Because of Providence. They bury all the votes in Providence. you got to look at the voter rolls. you got to look at the vote totals. you got to look at the number of votes they take pull out of Providence. They pull, you could add up Cranston, Warwick, Pawtucket. And still more votes come out of Providence than those three places combined. Comes down to a numbers game. No, the last Republican to win statewide was Don Kachiri in 2006. I repeat, the last Republican to win statewide was almost 20 years ago. 2006, the last one that came really close was John Robitaille in 2010. He lost to Chafee by two and a half points. Two and a half points. But it's changed since then. It's gotten way worse. The number of illegals coming in. that are And and do I think, and I want to be very clear, and I also have to accept a lot of people are not going to absorb this. I know that they're not. Because I still see people saying there should be voter ID at the polls. They're not voting at the polls. I don't know how else to explain it. Listen, put it this way. They're not robbing the bank during daylight. We need armed guards outside the moment the bank opens. They're not robbing the bank during the day. They're robbing the bank at night. They're not showing up with a fake ID. They don't have to anymore. It's all it's all mail. It's all early, whatever we're calling it. It's not even mail ballots, to be honest with you. Because mail ballots are generally counted afterwards and only if the election is close. It's early voting. It's early voting, and, and it's, you, you can you can get one of those, you don't need an ID. The campaigns have them, it's, it's so, this is banana republic. I mean, this is, and Governor McKee, he, this was the game of chicken this morning with Nellie Gorbea. He's looking at her, okay, we're gonna pull just as many ballots as you. This isn't about a best program. This is no longer about trying to motivate your people to the polls. Now, I do want to say this. You could still win a local election because this is really not going to impact. For instance, am I saying that this is going to impact, you know, outer areas? Listen, outside of Providence, it's, it's not going to affect things so much. Providence protected Central Falls. When those three areas are involved, look out. Parts of Cranston, not so much, but parts of Cranston. Could someone still win? Uh, a town council race in North Kingstown, yes. Could a Republican still get elected in Exeter? Absolutely. Could a Republican still win in Scituate, so forth? I have every reason to believe State Senator Jessica De La Cruz will be reelected. I have every reason to believe that Mike Chippendale will be reelected, Brian Newberry. I'm not saying, ever, but when you get Providence involved in statewide and Providence decides the elections, that's where they bury all those votes. They do because there's no mechanism to stop it. Um, number one, this this should not have been allowed to go in because someone could say, "What? What are we going to do about it?" Um, this shouldn't have been allowed to go in. And number two, I, I, this is now now wants the broken record until the Republican Party gets control of that Secretary of State's office. It is definition of insanity. What's the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over, but expecting a different result. That's what it becomes. <clears throat> um, what is so disappointing is the elected high power leaders in Rhode Island. They, they know of the, the problems. They don't try to close the loopholes. They exploit the loopholes. Governor McKee is not saying, hey, Listen. A lot, there could be something nefarious going on here. We need to close these loopholes. He's not saying that. He's saying, all right, then then we'll cheat as well. And we learned that when you saw all the people that were hiring, those people involved with the Mattiello, Mailer, in Cranston. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show on this Wednesday, and I want to be very clear on this Wednesday, June, I take no joy in saying any of this. But, folks, we have to deal in reality. We do. And, and you know, there are different things that happened. That that Pawtucket getting those kids to walk out? When you're dealing with people, that Cynthia Mendez, the progressives, there—they are the ultimate. The ends justify the means. We have to do this, you know. If there's a 16-year-old kid voting, then so be it, because our issues are so important. Blah blah blah. They—they they don't play by the rules. They don't even pretend to play by the rules. Nelly Gorbea, you know, right now. That Providence mayoral, they are all thinking they were going to outsmart each other, right? Keep in mind, one of the candidates, that Gonzalo Cuervo, I saw him. You want to talk about Shady. I mean, that guy, when I, I saw him at a press briefing two weeks ago after the Buffalo shooting, he's the type, he makes the here and the back of you next to him. Like, there's immediately, there's something dirty about the guy. You know, he's just and he had a little slimy guy with him like there's definitely something. He was Gorbea's chief of staff. He wants to be the mayor of Providence, so he is paired with her there on that trolley. The two of them, they're paired up. And I've told you and then you McKee and Sabina Matos. And I think they have Yosa in their camp. And now it's a game of who's going to outmaneuver who. None of this is democracy. None of this is is none of it should be allowed. Um, and a, none of it is ethical. We, we the fact they push this voting bill through now, this is to ignore it is to put your head in the sand. Anyone that ignores it is just putting their head in the sand. Could could someone still get elected in a local election? Yes, it's the statewide stuff. It's just not it's just not happening. This portion of the program, folks, is brought by Atmed Urgent Care. Now, listen. There's two locations: Johnston 1524 Atwood Avenue, Suite 122, and East Greenwich 5750 Post Road, right across from Felicia's Atmed Urgent Care. You don't have to go to the emergency room. I get email from people. They waited eight hours at Kent Hospital, the emergency room. They waited nine hours at Rhode Island Hospital, the emergency room. Go to admin urgent care, urgent care facility, comprehensive outpatient health care, individuals, families, ambulatory medicine, two locations, cost-efficient health care alternative to hospital-based emergencies. Now, keep in mind, walk-in routine urgent care, minor surgical, orthopedic and trauma, work-related injuries, uh, sports and school physicals, adult vaccinations, and, and they offer... Mononucleal antibody infusions. If you are really suffering from COVID, they're the leader. They have it better than anyone. Um, they're candidates for mononuclear antibody infusion treatment. So this is where you want to go. At med. Urgent Care. Yes, you can. Someone said, "Can I mention?" Yes, you can mention one. You can mention the John DePietro show, fifteen twenty-four Atwood Avenue, Suite one twenty-two in Johnson, or fifteen seventy Post Road in East Greenwich, at Med Urgent Care. Folks, good afternoon at twelve forty-seven. Hey, listen, I wish I had better news. I did. Uh, uh, The Brett Kavanaugh thing is very, very serious, and you know, and it's also it just highlights to me. That you know, President Biden is going to be on Jimmy Kimmel tonight and he wants to yuck it up. Well, I want to see the laughs as you have a member of the Supreme Court, and after and those people were warned, those protesters that were going outside of the home of the justices, they were warned. They don't care. They don't care. That's what people need to understand. The progressive left left. Right, that whole crew locally, the Tierra Max, the David Morales, uh, the BLM, that contingent. They, they don't blink an eye. They're violent, dangerous individuals. They encourage an armed man detained outside of the home of Judge Kavanaugh, who wanted to kill him and his family. So, folks, here's my thing at 1240. Is that what we've become? Is that the United States? So that's that's democracy, right? Governor McKee, oh, democracy's under attack. That's democracy. The local leadership here, Nelly Gorbea spoke that night at the State House. We're going to fight them. We're going to go to their homes. Really? Do you want to expound on that? And exactly what are you going to do with their homes? No, you're encouraging people to carry out assassinations of those that you disagree with, period. It's full stop, as Cicilline would say. This Biden administration is a full-fledged disaster. And for Gina Raimondo, the former governor, to go on CNN and say, you know, the economy's humming right along, humming right along. Gas is $5 a gallon. Two years ago, you could buy gas in our area, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Under $2. And there was baby formula on the shelves. And you could go and do shopping, and it is absolutely outrageous what is happening right now. But folks, people are reacting. LA, San Francisco, the progressive agenda has failed. But here's the problem the the progressive agenda is driving Biden. Governor McKee, yeah, let's give licenses to elite. Governor McKee, the most progressive governor we've ever had. Complete failure. And it's not, right now, it's Cranston. I don't want to go off too much, but people may not realize it, but the city of Cranston has a lot of problems right now. A lot of problems right now. But they're not alone. If Cranston has problems, that tells me that other cities and towns also have problems, but Governor McGreed on a spending spree, absolutely spending money not his. Yeah, let's give out more bonuses to try to get votes. In folks, this is you want. This is the progressive left, right? Cynthia Mendez, Matt Brown, Sam Bell, all the progressives at the state house in their handmade outfits, crying. Get rid of the guns. In Los Angeles and San Francisco, two of the nation's most liberal large cities, voters are sending stinging messages of of discontent over mounting public disorder as measured in both upticks in certain kind of crime and pervasive homelessness. And yet, what does? What does Governor McKee do every time that all of those layabouts go prancing up to the state. Yeah, we're going to have the homeless thing. He's the home-. No, excuse me. They're not homeless. They're people who choose not to work and don't want to pay rent and want free housing. Period. Boom. That's who they are. There was a headline the other night. House fire displaces seven people. They're homeless. And by the way, the media loves the narrative. It's true. The media loves, you know, here's a woman and she's living out of her car and she's got her two kids. and They love those stories, right? The media, they don't want to tell you that the people that were at the homeless hotel, the hobos, that were at the Nilo, right, back in October, well, they're the same people. They're not homeless There are people who won't work and they don't want to pay rent. They just want free housing. There's a difference. There are people that are wandering homeless. Drug problem, mental health. A lot of times, if you have a serious drug problem, you have a mental health problem, right? Homeless people have said, the reason I was homeless is because I wanted to live and stay close to where the drugs were. So I was literally sleeping on the street so I could be close. I mean, so then you they become homeless. They don't work. So drinking problem, drug problem. If you've been doing meth and heroin and crack and sleeping on the street, I'm willing to bet you've suffered some mental illness problem. The homeless encampments are filled with violence, filled with rapes. But this business of the homeless and Governor McKee, yeah, we're going to give you more millions. Stop calling them homeless. There are those who choose not to hold a job. I still see help wanted ads. They, they don't want to work. and And therefore, they don't have any money to pay rent. So they want free housing. So I'm not sure what the term should be. But the term should be those who, it's really free housing advocates. That's really what we're talking about. And they just keep giving them money and putting more money to it. And He blinks every time, Governor McKee, because he, he thinks that Matt Brown is, like, going to pound him on it. Matt Brown, they have, no, they have no solution for this, doing their little sleep out, playing homeless in front of the Rhode Island State House. You know, listen, like anyone else, Juan was raised, I'm Roman Catholic. I don't like the idea that there's someone on a cold night has to sleep outside. You have to, like, rewind, though. What led that person there? You know, they don't work. They got through the spring and summer. It's warm out. They don't mind sleeping in a tent. They don't mind sleeping wherever. But what they're finding in California is you can't let these people sleep outside. They're going to ban it in California. They're going to say no more of these homeless encampments. No, 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 no. You have to be at a shelter. You have to be somewhere. Can't sleep on the street. In Rhode Island, they go in the opposite direction. Where do you think, by the way, if you allow homelessness, if you allow people on the streets, where do you think they're going to go? They're going to go where it's allowed. The The political, the far left need to be held accountable. Mayor Lorza <clears throat> and that, that Providence City Council, Cap Kerwin, all these far progressive level, they are responsible for the destruction of Providence, period. Their policies let the ATVs roam. Let people urinate on the street. Let someone lay there and panhandle. Let there be panhandlers at all the corners. Right? They allow it. People move with their feet. I think one of the, the one of the questions that should have been asked at that gubernatorial forum at RIPAC. When whenever you have a business community, the question I'd love to ask is how many of you at one time had your office or business located in Providence and downtown Providence. Like at one time, watch all the hands go up. Who's still there? Watch the hands come down. Why aren't you there? How would people react say, good news, we're moving our operation in downtown Providence? People be like, what? I'm getting a new job. I don't want to go down there. It's not safe. And it's not safe. You know, the um, there's an opening right now. For mayor of Providence, if there was a anti-crime, supportive of police, someone really running on. As I said, if it was going to be Mayor Juan, I would have those ATVs out of there in a weekend. There'd be no graffiti. Wrong. No, not allowed. No, more police. Double the police force. We're going to be the safest, cleanest city in America. Period. Not just talk. No, 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 no. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show brought to you by Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV, 47 Cedar Swamp Road, Route 5 in Smithfield. Now, what I love is you can drive right up to the front door. Think of this. They've been in business since 1963. New generation of kitchen, laundry appliances, beautiful cooking, showroom. And right now, I don't know about you, I love, there's just something about grilling outside. <clears throat> you feel like, I feel like I'm living the American dream when you are grilling outside. This is a great time of year. You get a new grill. They have great selection of Weber grills. They also have air conditioners, air conditioners for windows or built-in walls, senior apartments or condos, washers, dryers, dishwashers, refrigerators. Stop in and see them. They're open Monday through Friday from 10 to 5, Saturday and Sunday by appointment. 47 Cedar Swamp Road, Route 5 in Smithfield. Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV. Get yourself a new air conditioner. 949-7800, and also look for them on Facebook. I think people appreciate, and you deal directly with the owner. You deal directly with the owner at Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV. Well, folks, right now it's 1258. You're listening to The John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, next hour, more on this threat. A man outside the home of Judge Brett Kavanaugh. You're going to hear more about it coming up in the one o'clock news. This is disgraceful. And this is the progressive left. And this is the, the handmaiden costumes. And this is, you know, Kamala Harris and Chuck Schumer and AOC and Nancy Pelosi and David Cicilline and Nellie Gorbea and Governor McGreed and the Rhode Island Co-op Collaborative and all the rest of them. We're going to go to their houses and we're going to fight and we're going to, you know, these people are unhinged. And all of this, the striking thing about it is this is supposed to be the week that they unveil the big drama of J6 and how dangerous it was. And you can't, Seth Magaziner, you can't vote for a Republican. They're too dangerous. They're violent. Voting for a Republican is voting to kill democracy. They're a dangerous group. Really? Yeah, the person arrested... Outside the home of Judge Kavanaugh, would you say he's a Biden supporter or a Trump supporter? Would you guess the person arrested outside the home of Judge Brett Kavanaugh wanted to kill him and his family? Would you say that that's a Trump supporter? No, no, no. Upset about the leaked memo of the Supreme Court. All right, here's what we're going to do. Next hour, radio only. Or you can listen at the website. I will talk about the Charlotte Lester case. Big developments. We're going to be back on the other side after the one o'clock news. I will be doing Facebook Live later. Right here. Leave it here on the John DePietro Show.